We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. News, politics, President Trump, film, TV, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll. It's No Holds Barred Radio, folks. And we are here today with a very special show again and a special guest again, as that's what we do on It's Time. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, you're good? Everything ready? Uh, always good, Buff. Always good. That's awesome. We got a lot to talk about, but more importantly, I want to bring our guest on. This is a very, very um, good friend of mine for many, many years. See him all the time at goals. The man is just consistently one of the most amazing uh, fitness bodybuilders. You can name a personal trainer, model. This man's done everything. And we'll go into what need you know what, what that means and what it's all about. But let's bring on man extraordinaire, Superman. Superhero, because he looks like it when he walks down the street, <laughs> Mike O'Hearn. Hi, Mike. How are you? Oh, my brother. I'm good, <laughs> my man. How are you guys doing? You guys good? Yeah, we're good. You know, we're just, I'm traveling like crazy. I was, where the hell was I last week? Because San Antonio had a great show. Edmonton, Canada this week. Newark, New Jersey next week. And then the international travel begins. So on the road as a road warrior, which you do too, Mike. Uh, you, you just came off a big... Yeah. Let me give me one second. Let me let me give let me give the people just a little background real quick. Go Our for it. Go for it. Okay. Uh, everybody, this is this is why I want to have Michael on the show. Okay, Mike on the show. Excuse me. Mike is an American bodybuilder, actor, personal trainer. He's a model, and when I say that, it's true because he's been featured on over. Get this, TJ, five hundred magazine covers. Five hundred. He was a fitness model of the year seven times, and one thing a lot of people remember from the show American Gladiators. Mike was on the original Gladiator from 1989 to 96 as Thor, the character Thor. And then you came out again in the 2008 series as Titan. And that's a very important word in your career. And he's the founder of Power Bodybuilding. And that's a training program that focuses on developing strength, hypertrophy, along with aesthetics. So, Mike. Hey, real quick, Buff, can I just point that out? That's a hell of an accomplishment to be an American Gladiator in multiple decades. It's awesome. I mean, how many – Mike, was anybody else on that show in the original that was on the second show, or are you the only one? The only guy. The wow. only man. And did they contact yeah. you right away for that? Like, we're doing this, we want you back, or did you go after them? You know what's cool is uh, they called me up and said, hey, uh, we're bringing it back. We want you on the show. And I said, um, no, uh, but I'll try out again. And if I uh, if I do well in the tryouts and, and I kick ass, uh, then I'll take the show. Um, so I, I I said no to NBC about just walking on and getting my spot. I didn't feel that was fair. So I went on. Uh, we did a tryout, uh, 275, and I beat everybody on all aspects of the uh, tryouts. So then I got uh, the show and became team captain of the uh, new season. Seasons. Seasons, exactly. Now, yeah. uh, just, just out of curiosity, what was the hardest test they gave you in the tryout? Um, they did – well, I was 275, so I'm competing against guys 200, 220 on pull-ups. And I did uh, 36 pull-ups in 30 seconds, and the next closest guy was like 25. All right, slow um, down. And slow yeah. down and stop the truck. Yeah. 275 yeah. pounds. You do 36 pull-ups at less than a second in, each? Yeah. Yeah, nonstop. 36, bam. Crushed it. Run going to the gym. 40. Yeah. And this is uh this is 20 years after uh, being on the original. So that's that's I wanted to make a statement and just kind of show myself, you know. Yeah, and you know me. This is about me competing against me, but if I'm going to get an offer, uh, I want to earn it. I don't want to just have something handed to me. My self-esteem Very is getting lower and lower with every <laughs> word that Mike says. Very admirable. 
very <laughs> did you say you ran a four eight forty? Yeah. Mike, yeah. why don't you put on some pads and go to training camp? What's up with that? <laughs> um I was a baller. I did I did that's why uh we're good. Man, I am in Georgia, just so you guys understand. This uh the weather is playing with the uh Wi-Fi here. Um, but uh, you know, I, you know me for a long time. You know that I've been an athlete, born and raised, and this this whole gladiator mentality. Right. Um, and, and and my whole thing is about longevity. It wasn't just about winning the trophy the one day or winning Mr. Universe and then uh all show, no go. Uh that was just never me. Exactly. Now, you know, this developing of both strength, you know, when you're Titan crew that you put your I want I want to know more about the Titan crew and yeah. the people that are your members, how you work with them, and explain the meaning behind hypertrophy along with aesthetics. Can you give us that, please? Yeah, I mean, back in the day, uh, I'm talking early, early on, uh, when it was bodybuilders, and I'm talking about, like, the Steve Reeves days, uh, the, the 50s and 60s. The great thing about those guys, and they lived a healthy life for 70, 80 years, is that they were not just strong, they were powerlifters and bodybuilders. And then the world got away from that. And then you got these guys that just wanna be all show and no go. Um, and you got into this whole concept of just lifting light and, and moving around the weights and um, have a beautiful physique, but there was nothing to it. There was no other aspect to it. And the reason why I don't do it that way and I teach not to do it that way is that's not longevity. Uh, you're creating something where you're only doing the surface and where my stuff is more bone density and connective tissue. And so you see me lift and you can, you could back this up or, or the people in the last 30 years have been coming through golds. There's never a day that I was weak. Um, even regardless of my dieting or, or, or slimming down or getting big. And that is the bone density and connective tissue. And you UFC fans will understand this. And I always talk about this. I always talk about, I'll take a 180 pound wrestler. And I'll put him up against a 280-pound bodybuilder. And the 180-pound wrestler will destroy the 280 bodybuilder. But we're talking two different things. We're talking about one guy looks so muscular and big, the world will assume that 280-pound bodybuilder will crush the 180-pound wrestler, which it's not true. The 180-pound wrestler has such strong connective tissue. Mm -hmm. And that's true strength. That's man strength. Mm -hmm. And that is what's going to toss around the big boys. And so that's what my belief is in, in life. And that is longevity. Longevity is from the inside out. It's not just what you look like. I have always agreed with that theory of thought. I train with that theory of thought. I try to eat consistently and do the other things needed to maintain the physique that you're talking about because I'm all about core strength, inner strength, connective tissue. I One thing I refer to when I see people working out at the gym and just pumping up and pumping up. I call it, I mean, I don't mean to insult anybody, but in my mind, I call it ice cream muscles. It's like just putting it on the outside, but there's nothing in the inside like you're explaining to support that. It's kind of like having a small heart and a big body. You know, it's not a balance. I, I say it's a shiny car with a bad engine. There you go. It, that it makes It makes no sense. And I understand how... Uh, you know, mostly in today's world with social media, you want to look good. You want to have these great abs, but do you want to have it for a year or a couple years, or do you want to be jacked and look like a superhero your whole life? That's a decision you need to make, and you need to make that as a young kid. Absolutely agree. And the Titan crew that you have, how many? Yeah. I know on Instagram you have over a million followers, yeah. um, and we will appreciate you 
telling people you were on the show, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> and when we when we release it on Thursday, I'll I'll give you a notice. Anyway, just playing, but totally serious. Um, <laughs> with, <laughs> uh, but with a million followers you have and building, as I've I've been following your Instagram for a while now, and it's and it's really commendable. I mean, in the last few years, watching your progress is is fantastic. How many members of the Titan crew do you? Uh, are you a how do you say uh, a Yoda for you as the teacher yeah. for and the motivational person for how many how many people are you working with? I now? have I have over thirty thousand worldwide. Wow! That are in the Titan crew um, that are avid uh, users of my system and training plans and um, it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice crew and it's a, it's a positive crew. That's the one main thing. More than working out more than eating right more than trying to be uh um anything superior to others it's about just being kind and about um trying to help each other and and build each other up is is the number one principle of what i believe in and what does and it say go ahead go ahead no uh, don't call me a goat head what's up with that no go ahead i said go ahead are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna hit me when i see uh, you come on now <laughs> um the number one thing is is just to come in and and want to work and try to be better and 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 it's the old philosophy of uh, I think uh, Bruce Lee is observe, um, attempt, and apply. Uh, those those basic things um, are the main things that I I believe in, and that's how they become part of the Titan Crew, uh, and they uh, work out with my program. So it's a it's a great thing, and then I developed apps so they can do the program, they can do the nutrition and all that kind of stuff. So I get a you know, you said personal training and back in the days, you know, you, you can only work so much. And now I get to work with thousands of people every single day, which is amazing. And do you impress upon them, the, which I'm sure you do, the importance of stretching and, and, and getting your body ready for these workouts? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, it's I stay basic. I believe in basic works. I think when what's happening is everybody is trying to go so advanced. Um, and all I see is more and more injuries. And then on top of that, and it's besides injuries, some things you're just trying to, whatever you're doing in your twenties and you're setting yourself up, can you maintain that into your thirties? Can you maintain that into your forties? Um, is, is one of those big things that I try to teach early on. And the hardest thing for anybody, and you know, this, you're an athlete, you're around the most extreme athletes in the world, telling somebody less is more. That's a tough one to swallow. Agreed. Um, but it, it really is. Less is more. And I was I, I had Rampage Jackson on uh, my podcast, and we were talking about, hey, you ever overtrain? And I think you guys will fully understand this. And he goes, well, I overtrained a few times. And I go, Rampage, you re overtrained every single day of your life. Mm -hmm. And UFC fighters have to. And, and th that's unfortunate um, in one aspect because it breaks down the body. Um, but the other aspect is that, the nutrition has to be so much better for you guys, for all the UFC fighters, MMA fighters, um, because the amount of training they do uh, is they have to train so much. Um, so I just worry about uh, the concept that, that the average Joe tries to follow or mimic that when that's not going to be the best thing for the for the average Joe. No, I agree with you completely. And, um, you know, when you look at this, and you see what they go through, and then there's the pain aspect that comes from training. There are certain things. Do you preach CBDs to your uh, Titans? I do. I do. Uh, it's it's great. Um, it's great. 
anything that you know is new age in the sense of and it's not harmful um is great stuff and cbd is a great thing um and everybody gets always everybody gets injuries and the one thing i, I again press upon people is don't stop continue to move forward it's uh when i was training michael bisping one of the things is he has one bad shoulder uh mm-hmm. and the one thing is we have to still train those shoulders the best we can and we got to move around different exercises so if we can't do shoulder press we're going to do side laterals if we can't do side laterals we'll do rear delts still strengthen everything up around the shoulder so the shoulder will get stronger within itself and then it'll take care of the the owie or the injury which, um go for it which i totally agree with because personally and i've talked about the show or mentioned it before i think we've discussed it too i I do do all the surfing I've done all my life, the martial arts, boxing. That's what the doctors told me. Basically just staying in shape and leading a very active life. I'm one of those ones that suffers from basically almost no cartilage left in my shoulders. So I've had the stem cell treatments and all, and I have to work around that. And my way that I do it is swimming, lifting the weights like you said in a way that's not damaging. But I do boxing workouts underwater, swimming workouts, uh, chest arm workouts underwater with resistance um, paddles or, or resistance things I hold in my hand. I get a great workout like that and I'm not damaging my shoulders anymore. So when I go in the gym and I do my weightlifting, which I do two or three times a week to get the full balance of what I do, um, it pays off. I like to mix up my training you know, with kettlebells and and again, like I said, the swimming pool and, and the weights at Gold's and, and, and yoga, you know, when I can put it in there. Um, I find that if I change, I don't get bored. And I try to mix yeah. it so everything feeds each other. Do you, now, you see me work out. Do you have yeah. any – do you think I work out well? Or what well, you let see? me jump back for a sec. Jump back okay. for a sec because everything you just said there is, is brilliant um, because you're mixing it up. But you're finding ways to still get the shoulder movement. Right. And the best thing for your body, regardless of the injury or the level of the injury, is two things. One is movement, and the second one is mentally knowing you can do some movements. Because you and I, with all of our appearances, and you hear about it all the time, the guy that comes up and goes, ah, I, I got a bad back. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, how old are you? Uh, I'm 45. All right. And when did you hurt your back? In high school. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're holding on to that mentally, and that's how society is. If they get injured at one time, that injury is for the rest of their lives. Where you're, in the, you got always. That's that's just the way it goes. That's what happens to us. But you mentally go, I'm not going to settle down. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to find other ways to do it, which is brilliant. Um, and the way you're doing it is smart too. Mostly the other aspects of the the swimming. Um, still working around the boxing, but doing it with water. Those are just great ideas, man. And for all your listeners or my listeners that are going to hear this, that is smart. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I think I, I think I've had my praise for the day. I feel really good about that. <laughs> I do. You know, uh, with that being said, I want to let the people know something about you, and I'd like you to elaborate on this a little bit. Yeah. I know you're a huge UFC fan. Of course, you work yep. with Michael Bisping, you work with Rampage, you said, and others. You're tough yeah. as nails, and I say that because people don't know. You have a very strong uh, background in judo, and can you explain yeah. your martial arts background? And did you ever, ever consider fighting in MMA over the twenty-four years that we've been in existence, or twenty-seven years we've been in existence? Um, yeah, I started with Jeet Kune Do as a kid and karate. Uh, did tournament fighting then, um, and then I ran into a guy, uh, an incredible judo player, uh, one of the, our best ever, Mike Swain. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Mike says, you gotta, gotta make the switch. Cause I also wrestled and stuff. And we switched over to, uh, judo and I competed in judo and, and, uh, had fun with it and kicked some butt on it. And it's one of those things where, again, um, I was raised in a family of 10 and, uh, my dad and mom both did martial arts. Uh, my dad was a bodybuilder also. And so we were bred to be gladiators and, by the time I was, you know, 20, I already got American gladiators and was competing in power, bodybuilding, and martial arts. And I just continued that pattern of, of keeping it in a lifestyle of that. So it's it's a great thing. It's uh, I may look one way, um, but the great thing about it is after somebody fights me on Battle Dome or gladiators or on the mats, uh, they go, oh, okay. Um, it, it's a little different. It's so a- yeah, go. It's a lot different, Mike, and it's a lot different from others that are bodybuilders, fitness experts and all, because I have to point something out. I mean this with all respect to everybody we see in the gym, but for the most part, when I see great bodybuilders from the past and fitness stars from the past, both men and women, when they're my age at 62 or when they're your age at 50 and about to go into their 50s, they just don't look that great. It's like all before. You have maintained an amazing physique that has done nothing but gotten better. The change is very, very little. It's just, it's, it, it blows me away when I see you. Your positive attitude, the way you talk, and people can hear that from the way you're discussing these things with us on the show today. But what is it, why, why is it, and, and I have to ask this because the subject comes up, is that because they were living in the moment too much earlier, putting things in their body they shouldn't have to get to the point they wanted to, not thinking about the future as you brought up earlier? Is it just bad training and bad diet? Is there a reason that there's not many people that look as good as you at your age that are in your business? Yeah, I think there was a, a couple things. One is that um, I started at such a young age that I had one aspect already completed. Um, by the time I was 17, my dad had me stop competing against teenagers and only compete against men. So by 19, I was uh, took second in powerlifting against the men. So I was already extremely strong. Right. I was already doing martial arts, so I had a calmness to me or a peaceful warrior-ness to me. And then understand that I grew up with dyslexia. And so from the start, I was already an outcast. I was already a, a, a reject. Um, a forgotten child in the sense of, uh, well, you're, you're going to be less than average. Um, and I accepted the fact that I was odd and different. And I loved that aspect. And I, um, because I couldn't read well, I took to sports. Um, and I, I lived in the moment of being different and unique. And so I loved the idea of challenges. And the one thing that I always did was uh, I always competed in both uh, drug tested shows and against the guys that were taking stuff. And the one thing that I noticed is um, I could win both against them. And that just kind of at a young age made me go, hey, you know what? This may take me longer, but at least all the work that I do, all the work in the kitchen, eating right and training right, it may take me longer to get to where I want to get, but I get to keep everything that I'm putting on. And that was the one aspect I said, if I'm going to do this much work, why would I want to, you know, get, and you've been in the gym long enough and everybody has, mm-hmm. you're in the gym and you see these guys and they look incredible for three months out of the year. And then suddenly they disappear and they get skinny and fat or they get really strong and then they lose it again. Mm-hmm. I was just never, I never wanted to lose the strength. I never wanted to uh, lose the work I put in. And the hardest thing for anybody is to say, well, in 30 years, how much muscle did I put on a year? 
Mm -hmm. I put on 0.7 muscle a year. Now everybody knows that, or, or at least somewhat know that you can put on about five or seven pounds of muscle. Everybody can. Um, but as you get older, you start to lose it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I stayed consistent. And so it was the accepting of my path has taken a long time. Is that so I, I accepted the long path. Um, and now I'm, I can enjoy the benefits from that uh, at this stage. Instead well, of trying to rush it at such a young age. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's very important that at that young age, because you started bodybuilding at 14, as you said, and you won the, yeah. uh, the teenage Washington State competition early. And, you know, it basically you kept that consistent. And that's what I see. It's like, you know what I, I here's what I compare that to. You look at great fighters as well as mixed martial artists and boxers. You look at certain boxers and you say, like, for instance, Sugar Ray Leonard, right? He's in shape 365 days a year and still is at the age of, you know, almost 60 or whatever he is right now. You look at mixed martial artists that can take the call to arms at a moment's notice because they stay in shape all year long. When you go through those swings in your body, it's like swings at a poker table. You're either winning or you're losing. And I think once that swing happens, you're not winning, you're losing. So the consistency is key. And that's what you've done since you were 14. You're talking 36 years of knowing what you're doing, being consistent about it and maintaining and not just living in the moment. It's a tough thing to do. It's a very, very, very tough. Thing. We know that. We know that. And, and you know, we've known each other so long. We, we used to play. Uh, we had the first UFC game, didn't we? Uh -huh. on, on Game Boy or whatever over your dream, house. Dream, Dreamcast, Dreamcast. Dreamcast, yeah. there you yeah. go. Um, <laughs> and, and so we've known each other a long time. And, and the one great thing about it is you, and just me talking to you and, and being on today, I, I want to say thank you first. But also just uh, you've, you've grown so much. Uh, the world knows you. Um, but uh, you have stayed the same guy, which I love. Thank you. you you're, you're the same guys down to earth, uh, regardless of how massive you've become globally um, and how big UFC has come. You've never walked in with the upturned nose, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to call you a friend. Thank you, Mike. And I throw that right back at you because I say the same thing about you. And yes, we've known each other a very long time and it's been a pleasure the whole time and motivating at the same time. And thank you that, you know, that, that makes, again, you made my day twice. <laughs> uh, I, there's two types of ego in life, Mike. And one is constructive, which I believe you have and I have, because we have large egos. The other is conceited, which I don't like. And that's a sense of false ego where people think they're better than the people around them at times and not really looking at the reality of the situation. So I feel that the way for me to prove that I'm better than somebody is in my performance. Right. But as a human being, I'm equal to everybody and I give everybody the time of day. And that's just I can't change that. That's how I was raised. And you say the same thing to be great. And whatever life we choose to be great in, whether a busboy, an attorney, an actor or a bodybuilder is to be humble and enjoy where you're at and appreciate and respect others. Just my attitude. I agree with you, man. One hundred percent. Now, another thing, too, is you and your beautiful wife, uh, Midja. And please, I, I want to make sure I'm saying her name correct. Oh, it's uh, Mona. Mona. Mona, Mona, but her, Mona, okay. Um, yeah, Mona. Mona, <laughs> there Stay we go. Stay with me. Stay with me on that I'm one. With you. I'm with you. <laughs> Mona, pardon me. Pardon me, Mona. Oh, gosh. that She's going to hit me now. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, That's right. You love animals, right? Yes. Yeah, you big time. 
Big time. You always have your dog in Golds, which was actually yeah. a first. I don't think anybody brought a, a dog or animal into Golds until you did, which I love. I think it's great. Great. Now, I don't mean to bring up a sore subject. Did you lose one of your animals recently and you got a new one? I did. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, did, I didn't get a new one. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I had, uh, for those that don't know me, I had uh, uh, three pups. Um, and I had uh, two dogs from a photo shoot for Muscle and Fitness. And this is in, believe it or not, uh, 2000. The cover shoot for Muscle and Fitness in 2000. They brought two puppies to the, uh, the set. And I was shooting with them. And you're going, wait a minute, it's 219. I know it's 2019. My pups lived. My my pup lived for uh, 19 years, and uh, she just passed away. Um, so yes, it was a it was a huge thing to me. Uh, she yeah. was my first adult dog, but she was with me through uh, losing my mom. Um, I'm sorry to sorry. cancer, to losing my dad from cancer, and just the ups and downs of the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, but I lost her. But the, you know what the great thing about that was? It was. Um, or how society, I don't know how they, the, my fans view me. They understand that I, I don't walk with an ego. I'm not a, uh, a tough guy in any sense, and I'll put my feelings out there. But the, uh, me going through that struggle of losing my puppy, um, man, what did it do to, to society and people out there? And it is an amazing thing how you can help people um, by being you. If that makes sense to you guys, if it, it may, it, it's it's not me trying to hide or do something else, but it was me going through this pain of losing somebody that was my best friend for 20 years and longer with me longer than anybody else at um, and 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 doing that and struggle of that. Uh, it was an incredible support from the world around that. Um, so that was a a sad thing, but it, the world kind of made it uh, easier on me, and it was incredible to see the feedback from. People, fans and friends, or I call them my titans, that would just write up and go, man, I, I, I felt the pain for you, and I also went through that and uh, didn't know how to react. And watching you and how you were honest and reacted to it really helped me understand that pain. Uh, so it was a, a, a painful thing, but a very learning moment. But, yeah. Beautifully explained. Um, I, I, I loved seeing you with your dog, and all I can say is I, I understand because I'm an animal lover, and I've been through a couple situations similar myself. I am sorry to hear about your parents uh, passing from that horrible C word, um, but you know what? It all makes us stronger. It must make you stronger oh, to be a better yeah. person. Yeah, yeah and, and I think the, one, the puppy you see me with is Stryker, and Stryker and I started 10 years ago visiting a uh, children's hospital, and wow. I uh, got her trained as a hospice uh, dog. Um, and so that is why 10 years ago, I got to start bringing her with me, um, traveling the United States or in Canada, and then also uh, into Gold's Gym, because she was one of the first to do this. Um, and uh, yeah, and so that's why I know some people don't understand it. Why does this guy have his dog with him? There's a story to it. And the story is that uh, we do charity work every time we travel to locations and we visit hospitals and we uh, visit the children's hospital and I work with the Shriners Children's Hospital and we raise money for them and try to give back and try to help. And so it's not just uh, some guy walking around with a dog, but we're, we're trying to do good here. And you do, Mike, you do very well. And getting back to your beautiful animals, uh, Rudyard Kipling, one of my favorite poets ever, the historical uh, poet, he wrote a, a poem called The Power of the Dog, which all dog lovers should read. You can Google it. And there's one line in there to give your heart to a dog to tear. And that's not about it tearing uh, it in a bad way. Yeah. It's because you're so, I mean, let's face it, it's your best friend, you know, yep. like you said, and totally understandable. 
I gave me tingles on that one. You give me tingles, brother. (laughs) Read the poem. I got to read that. Read the poem. Tingle more. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Mike, you're a very fascinating guy. I mean, it's uh, I've even got to know you a little better here um, than all the times we talk back and forth. And and I really appreciate your being on the show. But the aspects of what you're preaching, this is called living a good life. It's called being a good person, living a good life, and sharing yourself with others so they can better themselves in their own ways, too. And that's an attitude that I have very strong, and I commend you for it. Do me a favor. Tell how do people get to you to get on the Titan program, and what and, and explain how do you become a Titan? How do, how does somebody? Uh, do that? Well, you can follow me on any kind of uh, social media, uh, Mike O'Hearn, M I K E O H E A R N, um, and if you are following me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, or just emails uh, at mike at mikeohorn.com. You can, first of all, start a healthy nutrition plan. I have an app for that that helps you do that. Um, And there's even extra stuff. Uh, There's workout plans. Uh, If you want to train four days a week or you're crazy like me and want to train six days a week, I have workout plans for you. Um, And the great thing is it's affordable. It's not these $1,000 programs. It's 7 bucks a month. Um, and anybody can get seven bucks and just give up your uh, latte for a day. Uh, and then on top of that, what I do is I have a private uh, Titan Crew Facebook page where I talk to everybody worldwide uh, once a week, and we just talk about their nutrition and their training. And more importantly, that you can't get on an app is I talk about working around the things that you and I talked about. Hey, I got a bad injury. Hey, um, I have a death in the family. I don't know what to do at this stage. Let's continue forward. Let's let's be positive. Let's focus on yourself uh, and, and try to deal with this pain. So it's it's a it's a wide range of me trying to help people stay healthy and fit when they're going through the hardest times in their lives, or they're just everything's great and they just want to get in shape. It's as simple as that. Awesome, everybody. Check Mike out on Instagram, Mike O'Hearn, O H E A R N, and. Um, Mike, again, my best to you and my best wishes to Mona. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Absolutely. I What's will your... see you guys in Dubai. What? I just you mean Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Well, I'll be in both. But, yes, I will be at the UFC uh, in Abu Dhabi. So you guys can uh, uh, meet me there as well. I will be uh, going on over there. We just locked that deal down. Awesome. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. So we get to travel together for, for the first time now. No, that's great. I, this is great. I, I love it. I plan on being in Abu Dhabi uh, at least uh, possibly. I think I get there Thursday through Sunday. So let me know when you're there and let's try to you know get together because it's a you're fascinating. Not have, you're not going to have no time, kid. I, I know. <laughs> Come on. I know. That's my usual story. And you're right about that. Have you have you been to Abu Dhabi? Ten times. I love it. So, you know, the routine. I li- yeah. I, I, yeah. And it's just it's a great place. It's a it's a very futuristic. I mean, you know it. Yeah. You it's love it. it. Amazing. It's a great place to go. Sounds great. Mike, what about film and TV? Anything coming up? Is it something you just Oh, for? yeah. Uh, we just finished up production on the Manson Brothers. Uh, this will be a movie that's coming out um, Halloween. Mm-hmm. So you get to see uh, uh, Radiant Bobby. I play Radiant Bobby. Uh, Max Martini's uh, the director and producer of this one. Um, so it's it's a great project, and we uh, booked another two projects after that, um, where I, it's a great one. Uh, I get to play a Navy SEAL, a jacked-up Navy SEAL. Uh, and then we just finished a deal with Generation Iron, 
um, to do a, uh, a big life story. So we got uh, three projects in the works right now. And uh, you know me, I love this television, videos, movies, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, I know it. And you're doing it. And all the success and best wishes to you. I'm so impressed. I Again, watching somebody for as long as I've watched you and, and the progression and evolutionary process of your career is fascinating and a pleasure to, to view. So congratulations, Mike. You're doing it right. And you're, and you're helping others do it right, too, which means you're a really good person. Thanks a lot. Thanks, brother. All right, Mike. You take care. Please say hi to Mona, and I will see you in goals. When are you back in L.A.? I am back on Friday. And Very I know cool. you're not back Friday. Right? <laughs> I leave you're Friday. You're out. <laughs> yeah. I'm back and you're gone. I'll be back on Sunday, though. It's all good. Hey, um, right, your brother. podcast. Tell people about your podcast. Mornings with Titan. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's very new, but it exploded. And it's always about those guests, right? Um, yep. So we've had some incredible people. We had uh, uh, Don Rosso from the Navy SEAL 6, uh, SEAL Team 6, sorry. Um, same ones that uh, brought down Ben Laden and uh, Rampage Jackson and uh, Michael Bisbee. And we got just a great crew of people coming in. And here's the fun thing. I know you're going to enjoy this. So they have to come work out with me at four in the morning and then they have breakfast and then we sit down on the podcast and we, uh, we do it up and I'm going to get you yeah. in there at some point. I'm going to get your butt up early. No problem. Hey, listen, I used to be a Dawn patrol surfer almost every day of my life. I can get up at four uh, in the morning. True. Yeah, true. it's, it's all good. I look forward to it, Mike. I would really enjoy that. Thanks guys. All right, champ, go do some good work on the celluloid film of life and have a great day. And all my best to you, brother. I'll see you when you get back in town. Done deal, man. Talk soon. Take care, Mike.